Hello! A happy new year. Happy new year to you crazy cool humans. We made it to 2022 and I love you. Truly, truly from the bottom of my heart. Uh, my name is Brenda and I am your host of Mindful Months, a conscious podcast. And if you've listened to any of the podcasts this year, thank you. Or last year, I should say. (laughs) Thank you so much. You don't understand how much it means to me that people tune in and listen to these thoughts that I know are not just meant for me to hold in my brain. And if you're new, welcome. I started this podcast in January of last year because, like I just mentioned, I knew that I needed to share the thoughts that were hanging out in my brain forever, and I knew that there was going to be a community of people who vibed with the way that I practice conscious living and that vibed with authenticity and humanness. So this podcast explored different themes lots of different themes last year such as judgment and patience and gratitude and success and what that means to all the different ages and what trusting yourself means and how people dealt with different parts of their past and all of these all of these conversations and podcasts that that we made last year They really helped me integrate these themes and lessons deeper into my daily life. And the way that this year went, the lessons were divinely timed always. All of the people I interviewed had something to say specifically that really helped me in that moment and that helped me get through last year. So, Brenda, what are we starting up with this year? Well, friends, we are starting the year with this beautiful topic of healing because every year I think that I have completed, aced the test on healing certain areas of my life and then bam, something happens and it shifts all again. So I wrote this specific theme and blog in 2020, December of 2020, and I can't tell you how incredible it was to read about, you know, where your mentality was a year ago. So please take this reminder to journal. Journaling and going back to your journaling is the best way to track your growth and get to know yourself better every single year. If you need a journal, here's a quick plug. I published a journal last year and it is a 12 month journal and it is it has no dates written in so you get to just use it whenever you want and it is phenomenal for you to start the journaling game because it has a lot of prompts it has a lot of different themes that you can follow just like this podcast and it's beautiful so check it out on my website if you feel like getting a new journal anyway like i said back to the podcast (laughs) You know, we think we've healed one thing and all of a sudden this, this idea, this theme, it hits you bam again. And I really thought that I had experienced all the relapses of my healing in 2020, but 2021 said, no, we're going to amp it up this year. So welcome to my 2021 wrap up about how healing is not linear. 
how I believe that it is cyclical and the moment that we can make peace with this idea is the moment that we gain back our power. So what I mean by me saying that it's not linear is as follows. My mentality and understanding around healing throughout most of my life was put into these like six steps. It was one, encounter a problem or a traumatic event. Two, become emotionally unstable, right? Feel all the emotions. Three, seek help to dealing with the emotions. Four, put all these helpful practices to work. And then five, feel like a badass for getting through that moment. And then six, believing that what I did was needed, right? And that I was just good to go with that theme and whatever that situation brought to me and just would thank it and say, great, see you never. It was a very simplistic and linear way to look at the healing journey overall. And truly, I believe that we have been conditioned to believe that it really can work that way. And so it should work that way all the time and for everyone. And it does make sense to have this mentality, this very linear idea of healing, because of how the media has portrayed it, how much of the media that we intake is literally conflict at the beginning and then just end with a happy resolution. And we never see the next thing. We never see the, oh, what's the conflict that happens after the resolution? And what's the life that happens after the resolution? And how do they get through all of those things, you know? So really thinking about this idea that we see this conflict and then resolution, it trains our subconscious to believe that it should just work that way. And it's also, you know, a very typical societal norm to, you know, have these quotes of saying, look to the future, right? And forget the past and have forward thinking, which again gives way to the idea that once we have dealt with something, we can just move on and we can just move toward the future without looking back. So again, this is very simplistic and very linear. And maybe you're listening to this saying, well, no, obviously we know that we see all these happy endings. We know that's not just the truth of it all. We know life isn't a movie. That's not reality. No one actually believes this. But at the end of the day, a lot of us have do have this subconsciously programmed in our minds. And how do I know that we do? How did I realize that I did and that so many of my friends did? This is because of frustration. Because of how frustrated I have gotten and how frustrated I have seen others get when we have to rehash old emotions and old problems and traumas in our lives. These frustrations are rooted in the idea that we should have just been able to move forward and on and past and away from that old thing that used to hold us back or that caused us pain. Because we worked at it, right? Because we sat next to it already. We did the work already. So the frustration of, it's not supposed to be stopping me or popping up like this anymore. That frustration is present because our subconscious has been exposed to a lot of this media and quotes and ways of living in which we only see one happy ending and not the whole human journey post that happy ending. And so just a quick reminder, 
in your life to be really conscious of moving forward what you are exposing yourself to and what you're exposing your subconscious mind to through media. Okay, so back to this. I am here to tell you and remind you today that healing isn't linear. We aren't supposed to have moved completely away or on from those parts of our lives in one sitting. And I say this so that you know that you are not alone, so that you know that the reality of healing is not just a straight upward moving line. There are multiple high moments that are preceded and followed by lows, and it just keeps doing a little loop-de-loop up the graph for a bit, honestly, until finally the highs and lows get closer together and the circle begins to get smaller and tighter and less of something that we even really seem to notice. So yes, our problems and traumas and big events that caused emotional upheaval in our lives don't just go away after we believe we've taken all the steps to heal them. And again, I say this not to devalidate our healing process or our hard work, but to prepare us for the further healing that will take place so that we're not surprised. All of those events were placed in our lives for big reasons. And while we do not have to go back and work with those themes intentionally, they will at some point come up again for us to varying degrees. You know, unless you really have done some kind of like hypnotherapy erasing. And and even then, I have known many people who experience reoccurrences later. So I tell you this today again, in order to prepare our brains, bodies, hearts, and souls to be ready for those moments and to give us the inability to say, I knew you'd come on by again, but I am not shocked and I can process you further and quicker now without having so much emotion attached to you. I welcome you in, old friend. Okay? And yes, I absolutely talk to myself like this in real life because personifying my emotions, because I am such an emotional human being, it has helped me feel so much less overwhelmed by them. Again, personifying the emotions, it has helped so much in not feeling like they are me. I truly, truly hope that these words will one day help bring tranquility to a tough moment that resurfaces in your life. It's normal for that to happen. And if it does, let's lean away from the frustration of that moment because staying frustrated uses up energy that we could be putting toward the deeper healing. And a reminder that your community is there to support you but you have to lead the way and show them that you are also supporting yourself. So here comes the moment in the episode where I tell you how becoming conscious of this idea has helped me and in what areas of my life I feel I have been able to really use it and to allow it to really help me to heal different themes deeper. As I allowed this idea to really develop between last year and this year, I created and encountered the most growth of my life with less intense attachments and reactions to my emotions. 2020 was the most introspective I had ever been, simply because of being with myself alone for so long. But 2021 was the most triggering year 
in terms of old wounds and experiences coming back. And honestly, I think that it really promoted the most growth that I have ever experienced thus far. And I know that most of the DNA deep healing that I encountered last year would not be present if I had remained stuck and frustrated on the quote, I should be farther along slash done with my healing, end quote. And I'm not going to lie, there were many moments of feeling frustrated with the healing journey, but they were moments instead of full, full days of getting nothing done or full weeks or full months of just feeling stuck and frustrated and stagnant. So let's chat about this year. Let's chat about different themes because something about my life might resonate with you. And that would be cool if, you know, if you didn't have to go through it to in your life and could just learn from my experience. This is why we share our stories, right? Also, if you're just nosy and want to know about me more, welcome to my very therapeutic 2021 overview all to do with my healing. Okay, so, so last year when I wrote this blog, this, this honestly makes me a little nervous because as I wrote this, I cried a lot and I knew that recording this was going to bring emotions ba- back and about. So I'm really excited to, to be here with you and to be doing this in real time and see what healing occurs by just reading this. Okay, so anyway, last year when I wrote this blog, I talked about how so many different themes came up for me throughout the year because I had I had the inability to run away physically from any of my troubles. You know, I couldn't hop on a plane and get swept up by some love story in another city or country. This was 2020. I had to face my dark moments right in the moment because there was no other choice. We couldn't leave our homes. But this year, this year was different. This year, and by this year I mean 2021, everyone jumped from zero to 100 so quickly and I was not ready for that. I was still processing all that 2020 brought up for me. I was not ready to be in large groups of people again and not have time to be with myself and continue processing the shit out of every moment and trigger. And there was, there was, and honestly sometimes still is, some dissonance with how I have now integrated back into the new 2021-2022 reality. Some people say that the pandemic wasn't actually going to change anyone or that people would quickly go back to the hustle and grind life and back to how they used to be and forget everything that they learned during the pandemic, but that is not me at all. The first year of the pandemic 2020, it 100% changed me. And it changed me for the, for the best, for the good. Last year when I wrote this blog, I broke it down into categories. But for this year, and that is still up if anyone wants to read the, the healing that came from, from 2020. But this year, I think it makes more sense to go in a timeline order. Last year, I mentioned that all the healing that came up for me had me feeling really disappointed in myself 
and it made me question if any of the previous self-work I had done was real. It made me question if any of the tens of thousands of dollars I had spent on therapists and coaches was worth it. Um, and I definitely experienced a lot of resentment for a lot of people who weren't there to help me at every moment in my life, kind of playing victim uh, last year. And I wrote that last year, but it still stands true for moments of 2021 that came up for me. And upon reading this old blog, I am reminded even deeper that healing comes in waves, in cycles, in scribbles, however you want to look at it, but it really isn't linear. So let's start at the beginning, 2021. This year opened with a full moment of old things I thought I was done healing coming right back into my life, like Jake. One of three of my biggest hurdles to move through in this lifetime. He's my ex, ex-husband, ex-ex friend, ex-everything. 2020 ended with us in a great space of rehashing our wounds and finding peace in the present. And then 2021 propelled us into more of an intimate setting right at the start of the year. And what themes did this bring up, you may ask? Themes and, and questions of healing questions of trust of myself it was am i capable of trusting another human let alone a human being who i felt deep mistrust with could i trust that person with intimacy with depth with communication being excruciatingly open could i be my authentic self still something i struggled with during our previous 10 and a half years together and as we started seeing one another more often I was thrust into consistent questioning of whether I would ever be ready to be in a relationship with anyone ever again. A lot of self-doubt of myself within relationships showed up and, and I'm thankful I was able to sit with it and not get sucked into the vortex of fear and depression this time around, which is so telling of, again, understanding that I have healed a lot of that stuff, but it was coming back into my life and I had to look at it and I was able to welcome it in more so with open arms than I ever had. So that's really good. <laughs> um, you know, deeper healing was, was really occurring. So moving on from this initial, initial start of the year, I began working at my high schools again and the healing that I felt there was something I started feeling right before the pandemic actually hit. It was a questioning of my worth, of am I good enough? Am I good enough to be leading these 250 teens year in and year out? Do I have the skills necessary? And upon being back in person for most of my musicals, I recognized and allowed myself to ask all the questions, tell myself all the answers, and finally boil it down to the answer of, Yes, I am and always have been good enough, but it did come with many a crying moments and lots of distress <laughs> at some points. But again, welcoming in this idea of, oh yeah, I've seen you before. I've seen these questions before. I've worked on them, but I still got to do a little bit more work. So yeah, this year I ended up having so many more in-depth conversations too with my students about life and about moving forward and about being authentic than I ever have. 
because of the fact that I allowed myself to feel these questions of, of my worth. And so I kind of, for me, helping myself heal through that is, is asking questions to other people, is getting other people's perspectives, is getting the facts of the situation and not the facts that I think I've, the facts that I've been making up in my head. Right. So yeah, I don't know. I felt like overall work-wise with choreography, I didn't love the work that I did this year, this past year, 2021, in terms of choreography with musicals overall. But again, with healing and being really self-critical, I am learning how to use it instead of dwelling on it and letting it hinder and hinder me right and really just stop me and this is a theme i know that i revisit every single musical season this is a a deep healing theme that i feel i have a way better handle on when it comes up now every march april and may when my shows go up so that's good (laughs) we can always apply that right apply that into your life apply that into the way the manner in which you criticize yourself have you gotten better about taking that criticism for yourself and can you use it can you let it not put you in this black hole or black spiral can you use it to help you improve every single day and can you still acknowledge your accomplishments you know all these questions asking ourselves all these questions okay moving right along through the year around april one of my colleagues who was a deep friend of mine truly like family resigned from our team and it created a deep hole for a lot of us and this is something i won't elaborate on but it was a moment that stopped me in my tracks and showed me that the only way out of unexpected situations is through and i had definitely have struggled with that in the past i definitely didn't want right when something unexpected happens i would just be there with it be frustrated and and not allow myself to feel the feel all the emotions and to really move through it so this year within all my healing work i i did i allowed myself to move through it and this is where i think i did become a little bit disappointed because i fell into a bit of a hole thinking that I was like, yeah, I'm just going to feel it all, feel it all, and just I'm going to be fine. And it, it turned into a moment of a very, like a depressive moment for sure. And in hindsight, I relied too heavily on Jake at that time and fell lightly into some old patterns from our past previous relationship. So that was a deep and intense moment. And And it was a lot of healing that I I wasn't prepared for. I was prepared to look at this unexpected situation in a different light and handle it differently. But I still got a little bit lost in my emotions. And this is just your reminder that that happens sometimes. And that we can't become disappointed in ourselves when we thought that we were doing something differently than we have in the past and it ends up not being how we thought it was going to be right (laughs) and that's okay but anyway 
please do in this moment take a quick moment to send light to my colleague and his family if you can uh we love them very deeply and always just wishing wishing the best so moving right along may brought the month of may last year brought about changes in my nannying career and it triggered this new theme that i had not super encountered yet in my life and in my healing and this was the theme of feeling easily replaceable which is a huge ego thing but it did come up and some unfortunate and some fortunate but all all valid things came up with the family i had been nannying for and with my business and all of these things led to having to end our nannying relationship by the next month and my heart was super broken because you know i love them all so deeply and it was something that i really struggled with healing and that I really struggled with for the next like three months of the year. But obviously as things happen, it all worked out as it always does in the end. And I love them dearly always. And they are literally my family no matter what. But this situation really brought up this theme of feeling replaceable, right? Of feeling like in a sense like it it comes back it boils down to the idea of what is your worth right and this idea of self-worth and thinking oh well if i am not really worth anything then yeah anyone could replace me so this idea this theme just kind of came up and cue june (laughs) it's june started with some really interesting moments of releasing control over the things that I had no control over. There were some issues with my students' show that stressed me out way more than I needed to, honestly, in hindsight. But again, that theme of letting go, letting go of what I could not control. And I worked with it. I worked with it as it came up and I was like, okay, all right, you're here. we're going to aim to like let this just flow. But again, another theme that comes up that we think that we're like super badass at already. <laughs> and then here it comes again and always these lessons. And anyway, then once I did feel like things were kind of starting to get their footing within work, musicals, uh, my own business, everything, once all of that was happening, uh, Jake and I had to have a hard conversation I had evolved into a relationship headspace by this point in June, and he hadn't. And that's fair, and that's valid, and we had been doing check-ins all the time throughout the months, but even so, and yet again, my heart felt like it definitely got split into lots of little pieces because... Well, you know, all those things I was working on healing, all of that trust, the being independent, the not laying all my problems on, on one person. I really felt like I was starting to get it. I felt like I was starting to integrate it more easily into my life. 
and I wanted to keep working on all of it. But the universe had other plans and my own ego didn't super handle the rejection well, I think (laughs) I would say so. So cue the end of that rekindling in that moment. It came at a very weird moment right before I had my last immigration interview. And needless to say, when she asked me if I still loved him, I, I could not get any words out. I was sobbing so hard. I was just a bit of a mess. But hey, your girl got your green, her green card this year. So that was fantastic. But it came at a very interesting time in the transitioning out of that relationship. And it was a mix of all of the emotions that I never thought I would experience again. I I really thought back to the time, the initial time when we split. And in general, right, with relationships, when they end, you you remember you viscerally remember those feelings and you really think like, wow, this won't come up again because I'm going to deal with it and I'm going <laughs> to... And then it does. And and you have to accept it. And I did. I accepted. I accepted the truth of the situation. And I allowed myself to do what I needed to do in order to feel better. And I hadn't really done that the first time or like the biggest time that we had split. So again, healing is not linear. I had to regrieve losing my best friend after honestly, and we both have said this, what was the best time that we had ever experienced together better than our 10 and a half years together. Because the truth of the matter was that we both had healed a lot of stuff and it made the connection way better so that's good <laughs> it's good in hindsight to say like damn yeah we really did heal a lot of stuff and 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 healing brings so much joy and so much deeper connection but it did make the transitioning out and the ending i think harder in a sense for me at least and all of my humans out there who are going through tough moments of relationship stuff Give yourself so much grace. Remember to accept the situation. Remember to accept human beings as they are. Don't just make up a version of them that you have never seen before in your head. Trust your guts. Communicate what you need. And remember and know that you will land where you are meant. No matter how hard it feels in the moment. But just don't become complacent, okay? Acknowledge your own patterns and let them be your teachers. Let them be your teachers, but don't let them be your present life. All of those patterns, all of the past, let them be your teachers, but leave them in the past. Be conscious of that. You have that power. I am telling you that right now in this moment, and I am telling myself that because it's something that will help us all move toward ending past cycles that just aren't beneficial for us. You can do it. I can do it. Okay, so anyway, uh, this theme of healing and what I've been talking about, this theme of feeling replaceable, 
Well, there was then a girl who popped up in his life after, shortly after us, and it really did add to my feeling of feeling super replaceable. And again, these are my issues that I had to deal with and and move through apparently in 2021, right? No one does anything to me. Everyone is just trying to make the best decisions for themselves. But these are the lessons that my soul chose to undergo in 2021. And, and then another moment in June that rocked me was that I had my first unsatisfied wedding client who requested a refund and told me that they were going with another instructor. Well, you can imagine my, my replaceable thoughts just running wild. I was, I felt like I was really up and down with my self-worth. What was good is that I, I have this ingrained understanding of who I am and who my pur- what my purpose is because I have worked on that so much. But all of these outside circumstances were coming in and out and weaving in and out. So I was jumping up and down from, I am so amazing. I'm, this is my worth. This is my purpose to, well, I'm worth nothing. I can be replaced by anyone. So that's great. Uh, what's the point? Um, yeah. So like also, yeah, I don't, I was just, it was just a lot. And, and that, was a big theme of healing for my life that was coming in and a reminder that a lot of amazing things happened in 2021 but this podcast today is specifically tailored to what I had to heal through again in this in this idea of healing not being linear and me just sharing my story so that you may tie it to yours you may use it as whatever lesson you need to hear in the moment, okay? So, yes, (laughs) moving forward. I started nannying for a new family at the end of June through like September. And that brought a lot of areas, a lot of new areas of awareness for me, like patience and not judging parenting styles of other families. and, And it was a great moment. And I really did attach to the kiddos quickly but then it didn't align anymore and I transitioned to another family. So in the nannying aspect, it was a lot of transitioning last year and learning to let go. Again, this idea, this healing arena of letting go and trusting that I was meant to be in these families' lives and help these families for the exact amount of time that I was meant to. And I had to heal this other theme of becoming deeply attached to people and to situations. And also the deep attachment that I have had, just laying it all out there, that I have had on basing my worth on having other people to take care of, in this case, children. That theme is a whole nother episode, basing your worth off of other people. It's a whole nother thing. But it was this theme of feeling validated only through my work. And this theme has come up time and time again. And I'm becoming more familiar with it. But it does take me longer to heal through this and to get myself to move away from basing my, you know, basing my 
or validating myself only through my work and basing my worth off of my work. Um, and I'm sure that there are a lot of people that can relate and yeah, this is a theme that we can talk about more in depth later, but that is all something I'm deeply healing and aware of as I do move through all of my business ventures. And speaking of business things, I did have this year, this past year, a very successful accountability program that I ran four times this year with varying levels of success from client to client, but I can confidently say that all of them are much more aware of their energy and are taking great care of it and themselves, and that's what I'm here to do, right? And on the other side, I had a total of two wedding clients who did not finish lessons with me. And that, that definitely felt weird and hard and, and it hurt. But I had 10 others who absolutely adored our time together. So 83%, we got to take it. We got to take that success and run with it and learn from it and detach from the idea that everyone is going to love us at every moment. Some clients won't align and that's okay. And that is a lesson and that is healing that definitely happened last year I think for the first time I I in a weird way haven't really had to deal with much rejection in the business world and that was kind of my first crack at it and I'm sure that will there will be more but I also recognize that I attracted these unsatisfied couples into my energy at very weird times in my life when I didn't even feel aligned with myself. So that's something that I am very conscious of moving forward. And I want to remind everyone that when you are going on a business venture or even dating, like this is why it's important to be in a good energetic space because wherever you're at is the kind of energy that you will attract in. So be mindful. Where are we at? September? Okay. So I finally got my green card. Woohoo! We had a party. So great. And I also had a bit of a falling out with one of my best friends at the time. So some healing within that friendship occurred. And this, and I'm super grateful. I'm super grateful for the communication and, and love that we've been able to have after it. Because, you know, everything does happen for a reason. But overall, this makes me remember about last year that last year was weird for friendships in my life. There were a lot of people I felt out of touch with. And again, I had to just accept this idea, this healing of just accept that you are not everyone's cup of tea all the time. And really healing this part of my self-worth and allowing myself to not base my self-worth off of transitioning relationships and the different relationships that I felt like I was losing. So that was a lot of the theme of, you know, of healing through uh, friendship changes, which I had not super experienced in a while. Well, I had experienced it and I and it definitely was just something that had to come up again. So there it was. There it was. Anyway, with my new green card, I went to Mexico and cue the family healing that occurs every time that we all get together with families. Man, I mean, you just think about it. So many people coming together at once 
with so many different life experiences and such, and it triggers childhood memories that you just say, oh, you know, you sit and observe while you're with family or with people that you've known your whole life and you say, oh, I get it. That's why I was like that. That trait that I see over there is something I've been working on, just working on healing because it, it doesn't serve me in my life. And I see, I observe that that trait is very present in you and that it was very present growing up and that I picked it up from this setting, right? And, and that's just like, a, okay, yikes. So what do I do? What do I do with all of these observations that I have within a family setting? Do I hold stricter boundaries? Do I show more love? Do I try to bring this information to them? Or is that being super conceited and thinking that my way is the best way? Yeah, all these questions. These are the things that run through my brain all the time. It's it's a lot. And please, if you are like this, please, please connect with me because I would love to know that I am not the only one thinking all of these things all the time. I know I'm not, but express it to me so that I know. <laughs> but yeah, my family in general is definitely hurdle two out of three of my soul's journey to enlightenment. I keep thinking that I'm just going to be so full of light and love and that being around old triggers won't affect me at all. But again, healing isn't linear and those things were ingrained for a long time. And it's okay that it takes a long time to get through it and to change it because we're still healing shit. So that's that. I actually sit here reading this out loud to you in my parent at my parents' kitchen table, having undergone yet another intense moment just a couple of days ago. You know, we have a lot of love, but we have a lot of shit to heal from generations past. Are you with me on this? Like, does this resonate with you? Because if it does, please connect. Because I feel like this is an area where there's not enough support for people. Yeah. While I was in Mexico, everything was very beautiful and good. And everything I needed, honestly, everything I needed. And then uh, my mom came with me and came with me to be with me for a month. And we had a blast. We talked for hours. We laughed. She was passive. I got mad at her. I apologized. She met new people in my life. She was there for me through it all. And then just like that, October hit. And October was a dark month for me. My insecurities from the whole year, the, the little moments that I kind of just brushed past, all the insecurities came crashing down. And I hit kind of a rock bottom in October because I wasn't super busy. It was very much so like 2020. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this theme of validating myself through other people was just not possible, right? Because I wasn't working with a lot of people. I wasn't, I wasn't talking to a lot of people. So I dove into this insecure moment and within that energy, I launched my 21-day program and it did not take off like I wanted it to. So there was a deep feeling of disappointment and loneliness and just a lot of sadness. 
there were certain friends who I could really lean on in this time. And, and if you're one of them and listening to this, I can't thank you enough. You know who you are and I appreciate you beyond for helping me make it to November. Yeah, thank you. So November, we made it to November and we focused and, or we hosted our first retreat, wellness retreat. And I healed yet again, this idea of let go of the outcome, focus on the intention and the journey and let it flow. And let me tell you, friends, this was, this was like a, yeah, Brenda, you did it. You've healed this. (laughs) I felt so empowered because I felt like this was the first time I truly created something with someone else that I was like, whatever happens, happens. It was the first time I really embodied it in my business. And it was, it's not easy, but honestly, the more I practice it, the better life gets. It's the less miserable we are on the journey to the outcome. So I would 10 out of 10 recommend practicing this as much as you possibly can. This upcoming retreat that we're having in January is virtual and I will be doing a little workshop on releasing attachment to outcome. So yeah, these retreats lit a fire in me again and and it made me feel alive and I recognized that all of the healing that had kind of happened over the year was so necessary to finish up the year. So then I went to, I traveled to Colorado and to El Paso when I met new people. I finally found someone else attractive, which was a huge deal in my life. Um, I became a lot more secure in myself and I, I was able to quickly heal those insecurities that came that came up in October. It was just like all of a sudden I had this fire underneath me and and I was able to really separate myself from my insecurities, from my emotions and like I don't know, there was a ma- it was a magical it was a magical moment of November. And all of that really happened through taking that trip. And and then after that trip December came and we had another retreat. And I really did decide that I was done relying my success on numbers, on being in a relationship, and and I needed to wake up and get out of bed for me, something my mom told me a couple of months back, but it didn't really hit until December. And December really had that energy throughout. It was like all the healing that came back and up in my life all the way up to that end of the year was to give me this feeling of empowerment. So yeah, that was kind of that start of December's energy. And even though I still had some low lows and that specifically had to do with having to switch nannying jobs again because someone else could do hours that I couldn't, you know, bringing this theme back to feeling replaceable by somebody else. But anyway, I sat with that for a moment but I let it go with so much more ease than compared to the start of the year when that theme first showed up, which is growth, which is what we are all about here. And I hope that you can recognize those moments for yourself, those moments of, oh my gosh, I see this theme again and I'm able to move through this so much faster. How cool, how amazing. I'm so proud of myself. You need to be able to recognize those moments for yourself. And all of that said, it brings us to this moment right now at my parents' kitchen table. 
feeling overwhelmed with peace that I wrote this all out and that I spoke this all out, feeling overwhelmed with gratitude that you are here with me right now, all 48 minutes of it. You are a trooper and you are as resilient or more than I am. And that's really fucking cool. These first two months of the year of 2022, I would love to hear your stories of resilience and your stories of healing from 2021. Let's share our stories to the world because that is the tool to helping others unlock their healing. I leave you with this reminder that all the work and therapies and self-healing that you have done up to this point It is working and it's working its magic through all of your tough moments and it will continue to work its magic through all of your tough moments. So let's stop berating ourselves for going through all of the emotions again and experiencing past pain again because if they are coming up, they are going to come out. They're coming out to be replaced slowly but surely with more peace and more understanding. I invite you to understand and accept that your healing is going to continue no matter no matter whether you want it to or not. So you have two choices. Resist it and waste time or work with it. Accept it and let it move through your life quicker than it ever has and with more love. Our healing is a beautiful cycle that is happening in perfect time and you have the choice to be surprised by life and allow it to control you or be welcoming, understanding, and keep standing super strong in your power. Continue being resilient, loving, gracious, and aware in this year of 2022. Thank you for supporting my journey. Thank you for being open to receiving these words Thank you for being you and following what speaks to your soul and your truth. You got this. And when you feel like you don't, ask for help. Let this be the year in which you ask for everything you absolutely need. I love you all. Happy New Year. Los quiero. Bye. Me. No.